Greetings, fellow Slingers. Welcome back to World of Heart 20 podcast. It is I, your trusted Dungeon Master, Brian. And once again, we are here with another episode of our Hidden Shrine of Tomocon run-through. But before we begin, as always, I've got to put in my two cents about everything. And I just want to say that I am extremely grateful for every one of you fellow Hard Slingers out there that are enjoying the show. You know, I know that the other Hard Slingers and myself, we are constantly talking about if somebody's enjoying something, I'm always forwarding any type of message that comes across to me through any one of the social platforms that the show's on. And I just got to say, I'm very, very excited every time one of you guys out there writes in or or direct messages me, especially you, Eric Kent. You happen to be one of the, the tent poles of this show as far as listeners are concerned. And I don't take that lightly, nor do the other guys. You know, if there's anything anybody out there wants to hear us run or or play or whatever, please feel free to write into the show or message me directly or or whatever. It doesn't matter. We encourage you guys to to give us your feedback. I know that uh, whenever somebody tells me that we are the only podcast that they listen to and they look forward to our releases, our release, no, um, that probably just got me the R rating. Um, I, that really touches me in the heart. It really means a lot to me to know something like that because we may not have the biggest following out there. We may not be the most well-known show. I'm certainly trying to do that, trying to get it up there, but again, with the R rating. But I don't think that I would ever want to take this show around the around the states and do these, these monumental uh displays for people up on a stage that's not what this show's about besides my personal life and the other guys probably wouldn't be able to do that anyways but whenever you guys tell us something that truly hits us in the heart like that 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 we're the only show that you listen to to me that speaks volumes i'd rather be in a room full of a few really good friends than in a room full of people i don't even know that say they're my friend and like i said it it means a lot to me So please continue to ride into the show. Let us know what you think. Let us know if there's anything else that you would like us to to run. I keep saying that because eventually we are going to be running Delta Green. It's going to be a reality. So that's not going to be the only show we're going to run. So Because we still got to continue with what's going on with Carrion Crown Book 2. I have not forgot about that. And we are still trying to cobble everybody together into the rage room once again and it looks like that may become a reality even if i have to sequester kush off into the corner and have him at his own little kids table because he really takes up about five foot one of space anyways so as soon as he's able to come back and eric gets permission from his wife we will all be reassembling in the rage room so until then warm up your dice and top off your glass as roll the hard 20 podcast presents our hidden shrine of Tomoakon run through episode eight waterlogged. <laughs> That one sounds like Hulu. That's why that's what they got this month because Labor Day was last week. So, no, that makes sense. Put on the same month. Hell, they got a day off. We'll give them a month too. Test. 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 Good to go. Good to go. Hey, Kush, are you still adamant about not returning right now? Uh, I don't really think I should. My my girlfriend teaches kindergarten and like. Literally every year I get a story about like a kid just like coughing in her face. Uh, so I'm most likely to get it. Uh, so after, break like, up. She, after she gets it and then we quarantine <laughs> for two weeks, I'm good to show up. <laughs> yeah. Is it like the chicken pox? Or are you saying like once you get it, you can't contract it anymore? You know, I can. Uh, I mean, for the most part, for most diseases, that's how it works. We can always set you up at a, at a little kids table <laughs> in, in the rage room you know we could we could sequester you away from the rest of us if, if that needs to be that case i mean if everyone feels safe with that sure I'm i cool totally feel it. safe with you returning you're not going to do anything to me that we don't already get on a daily basis at our own place so <laughs> yeah. and we're in and out of people's cars all day. Kids, that's different 
Nick, how do you feel about it? You'll get some weird disease you've never had before. <laughs> you don't care? You don't want to come back? I can go either way. Well. What's that? If everyone else wants to come back in person, I'll, I'll come back in person. But if not, continue doing online. Okay. Well, we're I'm just. I'm still on the fence. I got to wait for my better half. I did get my flu shot the other day, though. So. Same here. Yeah, because Kaiser, I just roll up. I don't have my flu shot. Is there a flu shot? I, got... I haven't had a flu shot in a decade. <laughs> I haven't had a flu shot ever. You keep your fucking nanobots. I'm not touching that shit. That's right. You were around when they invented the flu. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> Patient <laughs> <X>. <laughs> Tear it up. So, when we... Who crossed the bridge, or who crossed the back of uh, Tecuzi Tecato's back first and fell off? That was you, El Fuego, right? Yeah. And then, Kjartan, you followed, right? Or were you the third one? I think he was the third. Okay, you... We all fell off except for Adrian. Okay, I just wanted to know the order of who fell. I Uh, believe I was second. Okay, El Fuego, Brom, and then Kjartan. Adrian, you turned into a mist form, drifted across the motish area, and settled in where the stone steps led up to a set of double doors. At that point, the giant slug recoiled back and settled in beside you. Did you return to a human form outside of that? Uh, I think my original intention was to go through the doors while I was mist still. So you're still in mist form then? Yeah. Okay. I just want to know how we're going to start. So we're going to start. Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to Roll the Hard 20 podcast. It is I, your trusted Dungeon Master Brian, and with me, the Hard Slingers. Woo! Yeah. 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 Bring in our episode eight of the Hidden Shrine of Tomoakon run through, where it looks like we're going to be dropping a few characters tonight. So, Adric, as you settle across, the doors are still are still sealed at this point. How do you how do you wish to progress? Do you want to just settle in or you want to go under the door? Now you notice from yeah. where you are, I don't know if your mist form has perception or not, but you notice that there's a lot of water that's coming from beneath the door and running down those stone steps and into the large body of water that's in this giant um, chamber with all the pillars. Yeah, I'm going to try and go through the door with Misformed. Like between them or under them? Between. Okay, how how much of an area can you make it through? To be honest, I don't think it says specifically. It just says like I become I become a fart, I become a gas. Okay. So roll a d twenty against me. You, if you want me to go through it or not. Uh. <laughs> That's a hard 20. Yeah, the hard 20. Remember, write into the show or be the first to uh, to tag our show and send me your name and address and I'll send you Kusha's die as soon as he returns to the rage room. Okay, so you slither between the two doors that are closed and you notice that you wind up in a hallway and you're at the western end of it. It's 10 feet wide and it goes for about 50 feet before it turns south. You see that there's water streaming down the entire center of it, where it does go underneath the doors that you just passed through, and most likely into the other room. Okay, uh, I'll drop. has not followed you. Yeah, I'll drop the misform, and then I'll try to open the doors from the side I'm at. Okay, as you drop in misform, I'm going to hold you there for a minute. Okay. El Fuego, you having slid off the back of uh, Teguzi. Tecuzi Tecatl's back and into this 12-foot deep moat that's 10 feet wide, you start to sink down. What are you wearing for armor? Uh, what am I wearing? I think it's just leather. Let me double check real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just leather. Okay. I need you to make an athletics check. Athletics check. All right. I'm going to get Hellish Rebute. 
<laughs> I'm gonna attack him? Not yet, no. Right. He's just Let up there see. looking down at you. The three of you, as you bubble your way down. All right, that is going to be decent. Uh, 22. 22. As you settle down to the bottom of this slippery, mossy moat, your feet find purchase and you push off. Your head bobs up to the top and you start doing your best to flail and keep your head above water. Meanwhile, if Brom, I get five can head in any direction I want to head towards the or try to make my way towards the double doors okay you're coming up to the top I'm coming up but if I was your your turn though to get up there okay Rom from the bottom of the water you what are you wearing you're wearing heavy armor correct yeah chainmail okay go ahead and make an athletics check as well Thirteen. Thirteen. As your feet find purchase on the bottom of this moat, you go to push off, only it's so slippery with this moss and and, and slime that you actually slide off to the side. And I need you to make a con save for me. Seventeen. Seventeen. You feel confident that you can still hold your breath a little longer. Kjartan, you as well have slipped off the back of this giant slug and plummeted into the moat. I need you to make an athletics check as well, please. Okay. Ooh, that's a hard 20. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you shoot up out of the water, bob up to the surface, and tell me which direction you would like to go like to the north towards the stone steps or to the south back where you know that it was about uh, 20 inches deep of water. Um, I'm going to try to head north towards the stone steps. Okay. So you blast up out of the water, angling, deflecting towards the north. And as you grab hold of the stone step to hold on, you feel this, this appendage, this pseudopod, kind of grab you gently by the hand and hold you there and slowly start to bring you up as this slug has assisted you well I didn't quite believe that you had it in you thank god you made it well I guess it's just going to be the three of us today eh? so fuego you are above the water however the slug has not decided to help you so I need for you to make Tell me which direction you wanted to go. North, towards North, the double doors. Make an athletics check again, please. All right. Oops, push the wrong button there. Non-natural 20. Yeah, so you paddle your way to the stone steps just in time to see Kjartan pulled up out of the water and he stands kind of heavy breathing, you see this large, greenish, Play-Doh-ish looking body, basically takes up the entire stone steps to where he obscures the double doors behind him. And it just kind of watches you as you come up to the, come up on the stone steps. Braun, go ahead and make another athletics check, please. 12. 12? Make another con save as you remain on the bottom of this moat. Roll those good. 17 again. 17? You still manage to maintain holding your breath, but you know that it's only a matter of time if you don't get off the bottom of this floor. Adric, from the other side of these double doors, you notice that your three compadres have not managed to join you, the doors still remain closed. What would you like to do? Yeah, so noticing that no one's been able to get through, I'm gonna try and open the doors from my side. Okay. You get them open about eight inches and then there's just mass resistance. And as you look between the two doors, you notice there appears appears to be like a giant wall of green in front 
of or behind the doors that's preventing the doors from opening all the way. It's got a little bit of give to it. It feels very pliable, but something is is preventing the doors from opening all the way. Um, can I make a survival check or something like that to try and figure out what this wall of green is? If sure. It's like some sort of, is it slimy or something? Yes, it's very slimy. Okay. Uh, I got a 15. 15? From what you can recollect, this is probably that giant slug's body that's preventing the doors from opening all the way. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave the doors as is. If the, if the slug is there, I'm assuming he's gonna be able to take care of this. Let's go. Okay. He looks back at you. I went back. Back being scratched. This is, well, I, I suppose we could keep going that way. And he, he manages to squeeze his entire body within that eight inches and just puddle through that crack. Almost when it seems impossible for something that large, it takes him about maybe about 15, 20 seconds to get his entire body through. But as he comes back out, he kind of just puddles up and reforms, kind of like the Shmoo. Remember the Shmoo cartoon? Just whoop, whoop. What? The Shmoo, man. Don't you know who the Shmoo is? Oh, for fuck's sake. I think I'm, I think I'm yourself. Yeah. yeah, you're kidding yourself. <laughs> the Shmoo. I don't know what the fuck you're saying. You have to look that up. I'm trying to look it up right now. Oh. I'm looking it up right now, too. Yeah. <laughs> this fucking thing? God, yeah, no. A he could, like, goop this, around and stuff. This looks like a fucking penis with two It does. <laughs> I was going to say seal at first, but... <laughs> why is it... Mike, my question is, why does it have two eyes? Because it, it's an entity, man. I think the Shmoo was one. cool. He could turn in all kinds of... Fuck it. El Fuego. <laughs> from, the, from the bottom of the... Days were a different time. You watch the green schmoo make his way through the double doors. You see Kjartan beside you, but you can't see Braum because the water's just so, um, I don't want to say hazy, but just full of, of silt and brackish material. Uh, Kjartan, where's Braum and Adric? Uh, after I slipped into the water, I don't know where everybody went. Um, well, I saw Brom at the bottom. I, I just assumed he'd be back up by now. <laughs> I saw him at the bottom, but he's just chilling. Yeah. And Adric? He was holding his breath. Yeah. He was doing all right. Fuck <laughs> it. Adric? I don't know. I, I, I haven't seen Adric. Um, My job's done. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Do I have anything? To help aid my frame. I'm going to see if I could aid Brom. Uh, I do have a hemp rope that's about, I think, 50 feet long. Can I toss that into the water and see if he might, in the direction that I think he might be in? Roll it with disadvantage, though, because the okay. rope would still be dry. It would need to um, soak up as much of the water, in, depending on its on the rope's thickness and density would depend on whether or not it can make it down to him. So go ahead All and right. roll that with disadvantage, please. All right, what am I rolling? Oh. Strength rolling. No, roll for um, athletics. Athletics? All right, I can do that. Oh, I got to get rid of this uh, schmoo. No, dude, the schmoo rules. All right, tossing the rope, that is a 13. 13, as you uncoil the rope and throw it onto the water, it just kind of just settles there. Maybe goes down about six inches. It doesn't look like it's taking on enough water to overcome its buoyancy and start to settle down. It's just kind of like hanging out on the, on the surface of it. All right, what if I tied a uh, piece of marble to it to get the... Uh, Dwarf's attention, maybe like a lure of some kind. 
No? Fishing for dwarves? Brom. <laughs> Make a perception check. Eleven. Eleven? You can see above you a slight <clears throat> glint of something off the water. Almost as though something is obstructing your your view above it. Something kind of moving around. But you can't really tell what it is. Go ahead and make a, an athletics check again, please. Fuck me, dude. Nine. Nine. Make another con save. Running out of 20s here to try out. <laughs> there we go. Okay. 22 on my con save. Okay, so you're still hold, managing somehow to hold your breath. By the way, just so you know, with every round, the con save goes up by two. So you're still staying ahead of it right now, but... <laughs> save this 20 and try that one again. I wouldn't roll any more. <laughs> I don't know, man. I've already gone through three of them. I can't find a good one. Carton, you've watched El Fuego toss the rope in. You saw the green schmoo leave through the northern doors. Adric might have gone that way. You still have no idea where he went to. And you know Brahm is still down at the bottom of the moat. This is the same guy that refused to get you, by the way. <laughs> want to remind you. I, I know you're still... Try, try I didn't refuse. He looked like he had it. Yeah, so did you, right? <laughs> well, I think he's had it all right. <laughs> What would you like to do, Kjartan? Um, how far away is the moat from where we're standing? It's right off the steps. You're on the first step. Imagine there's a there's about five stone steps that lead down. They're ten feet wide, and you're on the last step still. And you see that the water that's that's coming down the steps is leading right into this moat, and it's it's literally at the height of the step. Um, I don't really have much to actually help him. <laughs> Mage hand, hold him down. I'm just kidding. Yeah, like maybe just <laughs> yeah, the the kind of like fish is like, come this way. Um, yeah, even if I like stick my head in the water, I probably can't even see him, right? It's too murky. Uh, make a perception check with disadvantage. disadvantage. Is that what you want to do? Yeah. I like that. That's ballsy. Is it perception? Yes. That is 18. 18? That's with this advantage? Yeah. Yep. You see him. He's just down there just <laughs> looking up at you. Can't really see you, though. I mean, at this point, he's, he's starting to get a little, little blue in the cheeks. You can see his beard is just... All right, so I take my head out of the water and I turn to El Fuego. It's like, he's still down there. Do you think we should try to help him or do you think he's going to? He looks, he looks okay, kind of, you know? Well, last thing I remember from summer camp, uh, it's easier to rescue a uh, drowning subject once they're completely passed out. I, well, I'm sure I eventually he might float <laughs> once the gas is balloon his body up because he's just not going to float up with all that metal on him. Don't forget, if you leave me down there, this is the origin stories of Jason Voorhees. <laughs> this Crystal Lake? <laughs> this is a crystal moat. But that's cool. I don't think I could jump down there and aid him on swimming. What are the, the swim rules on aiding to swim? Is there a such thing? Uh... You would have to make an athletics check at a disadvantage. And we're using these awesome swim rules. All right. Uh, you want to try to tandem and try to go together to help them out? Well, it's Kjartan's turn, though. So whatever, however he wants to do it, because then I'm going to go to Adric next. I don't know. I'm just discussing an idea with him. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, then I'll... Teabagging may be a free option, but... <laughs> it's a free action. Teabagging <laughs> is always a free action. <laughs> so since I see Brahm at the bottom, I'm just going to say, fuck it. I'm going to dive back into the water and try to, to help him out. Okay. Wait, grab onto the rope. Too late. 
Ah. <laughs> I was waiting to see if you were going to do that, at least tie it around him. So you jump down in there. Go ahead and make an athletics check as you as you make your way down towards him. Non-natural 20. Okay. So you plow down, push yourself further down, and you can grab him at this point. So you grab him. So on your guys' next turn, because you guys are, are right beside each other in in the turn order, we'll decide what you're going to do. Adric, you saw Tekuzi uh, Tekato join you on your side of the double doors. Through the the doors that are still open, you can see El Fuego, and you see Kjartan jump down into the water. Uh, yeah. Okay. So now that now that he's out of the way, can I try and open the doors even more? See if I can get through now. What do you want to do? Uh, try and open the doors more now that. Okay. Yeah, they slide open, no problem. Just... Now with the newly created gap, I want to go over and see what um, what my comrades are up to. Okay. The only person you see right now is El Fuego. Kjartan's left the <laughs> left the stage, and you don't know where Brahm is. Actually, well, you probably have a good idea because you watched him slide right off into the water. <laughs> El Fuego, I see you made it back up. I did, but uh, Brahm has not. I believe he's trying to beat the world's record on holding his breath. Can <laughs> uh, well, I look down and see, see what's going on down there? I believe Kjartan just jumped, dove in and uh, oh, we're I... still waiting for him to pop up. <laughs> but I fear for Brahm. Uh, I fear for <laughs> If I had something that could help him, I would do so now. Um, we have a rope. You're on Kjartan for now. Uh, I'm still going to stick with the same plan. Uh, just hold on tight to the rope, waiting for some kind of tug on it to, to see if uh, someone kind of pulls it up. So that's what you're going to do at this point? Yeah, I'm just waiting in case Jartan, Jartan sees the rope and manages to make one and two and grab onto it and pull on it to okay. kind of give me the signal. Braum, why don't you go ahead and make another athletics check. Oh, there we go. 25. 25. As your feet find purchase, finally, after probably moving enough of this slime off the floor, you begin to launch yourself up as you see Kjartan bringing his way down towards you at this point. Okay, um, so Kjartan's, am I passing Kjartan? Is he going down? Yeah, he, you guys are like going, you're coming up and he's coming down right beside you. <laughs> okay, I make no attempt to grab him because I know if I do, I'm just going to sink back down. So I just okay. try and move up as high as I can while, um, I don't know. It's like that recent meme with the, the people in the car looking at each other. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you... You burst through the surface, managed to finally take in some air. <gasps> Kjartan, yep. you've watched Brom blow past you. Why don't you go ahead and make an athletics check? Okay. Four. Four. Thank you for your sacrifice. And you actually <laughs> slow your own momentum as you watch him go to where you don't make it all the way down to the bottom and you have nothing to push off. Go and make a con save. Like, what the <laughs> That is a four. That is a four. Whatever breath you took before you dove in just wasn't enough and you begin to start to see stars in your eyes at this point. Adric, you and El Fuego, you see Brom burst through the surface. You don't see Kjartan. <laughs> you said Kjartan was down there too? I just yeah. passed him. He, he 
must have dove in after me, but now he's stuck at the bottom again, I think. Oh, God. <laughs> Go after him, Major. Question, how close am I to the rope, just so I know? You're fairly close. You could probably grab it. Okay. You want to do anything, Adric? He's fine. Nope, not right now. Okay. El Fuego? Um, Brom, if you can see Kjartan and toss him some of the rope and maybe somehow manage to get it to down to him, please do so. And I'll pull you guys to to land. All you got to do is stop kicking, Brom. <laughs> I know. Is, is the rope is the, just... Question, is the rope still floating on the surface? It's probably about... Um, like it hasn't absorbed enough water at all to start... Hold on, Roboto. Yeah, it's like the reading right, right, here. <laughs> it's probably gone down about 10 inches in the water, but you can grab it if you need to. Just tell me what you want to do when you do grab it. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna on my turn. I'm gonna grab it. You're gonna go down. Yeah, is it my turn now or? Yeah, it's your turn right now. Oh yeah. So I'm going to um, I'm going to grab the rope and um, attempt to before I go down, if I have time, um, uh, tie it around or tie it on to like my belt around my waist. Okay. Okay, so you do that, and then all, all you got to do is stop kicking. You'll just start sinking immediately. Pretty much, yeah. And I'm just going to yeah. sink like a stone. Okay, so you start sinking down. As you make your way all the way down, your feet once again in these iron-shod boots hit the ground. You look to your right, nothing. Look to your left, and you see Kjartan starting to, to look a little out of it at this point. Kjartan, I need for you to make an athletics check. That is a 14. 14. Now you'll be able to either shoot off the ground or grab the rope from Brom. So I have to pick one or the other? Uh, well, if you shoot off the, off the ground, he's still down on bottom. You would only be able to come up together if you're holding onto the rope together. Okay. Um, in that case, I'll probably just grab onto the rope. Okay. Go ahead and make a uh, constitution save also. Okay. That is 16. 16? Okay, you're still holding strong. You guys have a some kind of a system to let him know you guys are, you got each other or what? It's like a tug on the rope. Okay. You feel yeah. this slight tug. You could only imagine that. <laughs> yeah, jacket. You <laughs> could only imagine that it's, it's Kjartan grabbing it and starting to pull a little bit. So go ahead and give it a strength check. All right. Adric, you want to assist him with this? Yes, I will assist. Okay. Come on. That right. is a 19. 19. Go. You start just <laughs> pulling them up hand over hand. Adric's taking in the, the slack on the back end. Everything's just getting pulled up. You see these two burst, crest the, the surface of the water. You grab them, bring them closer to the stone steps, and they, they get back up there. So at this point, you now have everybody finally on solid ground. All right. From behind you, you hear, that was rather, that was impressive. I was not quite sure that, uh, well, that's deeply unsettling. But anyways, uh, wh what would you like to do, my young friends? Well, thank you for your assistance, uh, Jacuzzi Takati. <laughs> well, you know me, I, I'm always here for all of you. Whatever you need, you just let me know I'm here. Remember, I don't want to have to eat any one of you. Not yet, anyways. So, what would you like to do next? This is, this is fun. This is exciting and adventure. I haven't been on one of these in so long. Not since the last group came through here. <laughs> Welcome to that oh. group. Yeah, how'd the last group fare? Well, some of them didn't fare very well. Some of them managed to uh, journey forth, and some of them did what I told them and returned back to the uh, to the shell friend of mine. 
I advise them all, leave Lord of the Snares, cousin, to the moon. It does my bidding. I told them all to let me be. Some of them didn't believe me. And well, let's just say I seasoned them with their entrails. Ew. Rather tasty. <laughs> but as always, I'll allow you to lead on. Where would you like to go? We had an arrangement. Let's see how far this arrangement goes. All right. Lord of the Snails. Cousin of the Moon. My first cousins? Second cousins? He does my bidding. That's all you need to know. So I'm going to send you a picture of what this hallway looks like. Grail is in the mail. Okay. We're coming from the south end of this uh, picture? That is correct, by the double doors. Okay. You see this water is, is coming from around the corner, which goes to the south comes down from east to west, goes puddles around your feet, and then continues to go where those open doors were and down into the chamber where you guys just had a wonderful swimming lesson. What would you like to do? Uh, I'd like to ask uh, the Lord of the Snails, uh, do you know where this water gives birth? Where does it all come from? Well, I imagine over time, it probably comes from the sky, sucked up from the oceans about us through evaporation, which then precipitates heavy rainfall, which then starts to fill this area. You know, this is a tropical area, you know. I look at everyone else and be like, he doesn't know. He doesn't know. <gasps> he doesn't know. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> guy's been in this must murky water for too long. Yeah. Well, I am excited to see where this adventure leads us. I shall take notes. It's very useful for the future. Uh, Are see. you interested in leading the way for us? Oh, no, I possibly wouldn't do that. In fact, I'm only doing this because I agreed once we stopped our combat that I agreed not to kill you and allow you safe passage. And I would I would ensure that I pointed you in the correct direction. So what's the correct direction? Well, it's certainly not back the way you came from because we're beyond that. So as always, progress forward. Okay. All right, who wants to go first? Normally I'd say me, but I'm basically hanging on by a thread right now. I know, same here. I'm pretty weak, so I'm trying to see if... Uh, I can lead. I'm trying to see if I could, uh, since we're all kind of grouped together, if I have anything up my sleeve here for us. Let's Lay see. your hands on me. Have you guys done anything for a short rest or anything? No, no, we've only done a long rest, and that was before this room, right? It was a couple sessions ago. Yeah, it was. It was back in the uh, back by uh, Telokes Papalokas. Papalokas. Um. See, I only have individual. I don't have a. Anything for group? Well, I mean, so far this, looking around the corner, this corridor looks pretty tame. If you just want to advance through here and come up to the next room, an area where we can stop and take a rest. This isn't a very big corridor, so. No, you, in fact, uh, the whole corridor, you can tell that it's, it's just slime covered. There's condensation all over the walls and the ceiling. Occasionally, you hear, you hear dripping from further up away. Uh, Brahm, you want to take the lead or? Yeah, I don't I'll know if I got to go. 
I'll take the lead. Okay. okay. So you see that this particular corridor goes for 50 feet or so to the east, and then it turns to the south. And you can see, according to the, the picture I sent you, that the 10 foot wide corridor narrow, narrow, well, there's a door at the end of this corridor. And you see that the origin of this dripping is coming from this waterlogged door that appears to be warped outwards towards you. And you see it's just saturated with moisture. You hear it occasionally dripping. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Do we leave the double doors open behind us? Yeah. Yeah, they're still open. They were open wide enough for all of you to get through. They were not too much. Nobody said that they fully swung them wide. So I'm just imagining that beyond the eight inches they were originally opened, that they were opened up further to allow you guys to move through. Okay, I just want to make sure we didn't close it. Um, Brom is going to do a perception check, assuming that this door is holding back a torrent of water. Okay. See if I can... Like, seeing how waterlogged the door is and how it's kind of bursting in. Okay, uh, go ahead and make it. I approach it, see if I could hear anything on the other side, like water rushing against it or, you know, just something. Uh, 19. 19? As you put your ear against it, you can tell on the other side of the door, you do hear some kind of gurgling, splashing type of a noise. It sounds very... Uh, diffused, very muffled. It lacks an echo. Uh, Mr. Uh, Lord of the Snails? Yes, well, hello. What can I do for you, Wolf, who almost drowned? Uh, what's on the other side of this door? It's been many years, but I believe it was an old conference room at one time. seems like it's uh it, it might be flooded uh i i don't see how that's possible there's hardly that much water not for you but for us this seems like there might be enough um by any chance let's see what do we want How about if uh, I want to try and open the door? Mr. You want to open the door? Well, yeah, but ask the Lord of the Snails, can you, um... No, I'm just going to open it. I don't want to get him involved. Okay. As you, just gonna get <laughs> as you grab the handle, you notice that the door is, is wedged shut. Hmm. Well, I, uh, I'm going to uh, pull out my maul and give it a good whack. Okay. Like right at the bottom of the door, try and poke a hole through it. Okay. So make your attack roll against the door. Seven. <laughs> Actually, it was technically a nat one. Okay, so your maul, you strike it at the base of the door. Is that where you struck it at? Yeah, trying okay. to like golf swing into it. It just kind of reverberates. There's, you don't have enough of a, enough behind your, your swing to cause the door the way it's warped to do anything. Uh, perhaps, Laura the Snails, could you pull, use one of your weird sucker things to pull this off? He, he's looking at his hands and he looks at you. I am a, I'm a royal member. I'll not do no such thing. You must do that. I, you, are, you work for me. I don't do those things. I'll be more than happy to accompany my, my charter, my servants, but I will not do any manual labor. Princess over here. <laughs> Kjartan. Snowflake. 
<laughs> What's up? What would you like to do, Kjartan? Um, I guess I'd like to try to assist Brahm and just trying to get this door open. Um, okay. Tell me how you would like to get the door open. Is the door trying to, are you trying to push the door in or are you trying to pull the door? It looks like it's worked. I was just trying to hit it. It seems like it's bowing towards us, like it's holding something back. Yeah. Um, I guess I don't really have anything unless I want to try to attack it. So I guess at first I'm just going to use like a strength test check and just try to. Okay. There is a handle on it. So if you want to make a strength check, go ahead. Okay. Seventeen. Seventeen. You hear the wood groan and creak as you're able to start pulling this. And then it suddenly gets really easy as this huge torrent of water does burst through. And I need for the front two people will take four points of damage to both Braum and Kjartan. And I need for everyone to make a strength check as this huge tidal wave of water strikes all of you. Oh, yeah, that's good. El Fuego. Non-natural 20. Yes. Kjartan. 17. 17. Adric. I rolled a 2, so that's a 1. Brom. 24. 24. From behind you, you hear this, oh yes, baby, as this, you catch a glimpse of this green slug just riding this wave. Adric, as you're struck by this wave, you see your other three comrades manage to grab the corner before it turns to the west along that corridor. And as you reach out to try to grab it, you, you are unable to grab it and it just keeps flowing you down and you're following right behind this giant green slug as it goes through the double doors and down into the water as you plummet into the moat that you tried so hard to stay out of last session oh my god <laughs> this is gonna happen now i need you to make a dex save as well okay that one i'm better at okay it's not necessarily good but um okay i rolled well uh, that is 19. 19. You managed to hang on to any weapons that you had in your hands as you were struck by this water. Okay. So you man, you make your way all the way back to the room and you're sitting now in the moat as well. El Fuego, as this, all this water leaves you, you notice that there's a, on the other side of this door, there's a, looks like a 20 is, by 20. Is he floating or did he go down? No, he's down. He's he went woo, right down the stairs and into the into the moat itself. So he'll be doing some athletic checks in a minute. All the all the wonderful things that you guys wanted to do. <laughs> On the other side of this door that burst open, you notice there's a twenty by twenty foot room with a set of stone steps that lead up in the northern side of it. You are looking at the northern side. Yeah. You see Kjartan and Brom beside you. Adric gone. The slug gone. Um, am I close enough to the room to actually make out what's inside of it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, quick perception to see if there's anything in the room that I might be able to aid Adric in recovering him out of the moat. There's really nothing in this room at all. If there was any type of furniture or whatever, it's probably long been waterlogged and parceled out and probably flew past you. It just leaves a giant empty stone room. There's still slime and and, and all kinds of other sea urchin looking stuff affixed to the stone walls and the ceiling and in the floor. But other than that, this entire room is empty. You see that there is a, a door at the top of the stairs across from you, and it is closed. But you see that there's water that's coming down those stone steps. Okay, so I have a feeling there's more water down there. I'll um, 
old shout out to everyone else. Uh, I think we lost Adric. I, I think he swam down that way. And uh, I'll make my way towards his direction, pulling out my rope again. I'm sending you another picture so you can see what this room looks like. Okay. Minus the water now. Ooh, that's fun. So is that like a giant swimming pool in the middle? Uh, that well, whole room is a swimming pool? At one point, the water was there. The water is oh, okay. on now. Okay, perfect. Um, I'll make my way back to Adric and um, learning from my past experience. I'll see, is there anything near me that I could probably tie to the end of it, of the rope to as a weight? No, everything's smooth and... and there's nothing in the hallway. There's nothing in that giant chamber other than maybe if you wanted to try to jump across the moat to get one of those broken urns. No, but you, but since we just got flushed out with water, would you of, say that rope is saturated enough to have weight to it? Yeah, it could probably lose the majority of its buoyancy, but you'd have to see him. You can't see him due to the... You could try to make a perception check at a disadvantage to see if you can locate where he is down there. I mean... That doesn't cost me anything to do. I'll do a perception check. Let me see. Oh, Hawk. I rolled a nat one on both. Okay, you can't see him probably because of all that water and just debris that went with the water just completely churned everything that was in that moat, made it fully murky, and you don't know where he's at. Brom, what would you like to do? You're still back at the corner of that hallway where you guys held on for dear life. Now the water's subsided. You're just sitting, kneeling down on this stone floor, just completely waterlogged. Uh, well, I heard El Fuego take off. So, um... I see El Fuego's gone, the Lord of Snails is gone, and Adric is gone, and I knew this was going to happen, so I'm going to make my way back to the double doors by the steps to see what's going on. Okay, you see El Fuego at the base of the stairs. He, you can see he's looking into the water. The water's actually risen up to the second step, because even though this room's huge, it still did raise the water level in this room. Kjartan, from your prone position at the corner of that hallway, you've watched El Fuego take off, Brom take off, Adric's nowhere around, nor is the Lord of Snails. Yeah, so, so, so I'm by myself right now. I'll probably just make my way back to see if I can offer any assistance. Okay. Adric. Yep. All uh, uh, nice and tight down at the bottom of this moat. Why don't you go ahead and make an athletics check? Okay. Excellent. That is 17. 17. Your feet find the ground, and you manage to just jet yourself right off the bottom and burst through the top of the water. You see your three allies looking at you as you burst through this is not a pleasant experience i wish i'd helped you sooner <laughs> tables of turn adric no <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuego did you want to like toss him a weight <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'll uh the cement blocks. A burning barbell or something. <laughs> Brom's still next to me, right? <laughs> or somewhere <laughs> in my area? Borrow his mall. <laughs> no. Brom, looks like you uh, yeah. may retain that uh, record that you uh, set just a little bit ago. <laughs> yeah, it's quite a while. <laughs> Free Willy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, toss the rope in uh, Adric's direction. Okay. Adric, why don't you reach out and grab that? Yep. Manages to grab it. I'm assuming the three of you bring this guy up to the stone 
second stone step. Meanwhile, the Lord of Snails is nowhere around. Fuck them. Fuck them and the wave he wrote it. <laughs> That's right. The wave he wrote it. <laughs> wrote it out found on. the title. <laughs> well, we'll leave him to his cousin, the moon. All right, so... Uh... Well, at least now we all have a shared experience of the <laughs> moat. I feel like it's brought us all closer. Yeah, you know, um, I think we're called near-death experiences, dude. We call this episode demoted. Demoted. <laughs> Dad <laughs> joke. Oh, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> um. All right. So now we're all back together. Yeah, so from the bottom. Why is my camera so fucked? Yeah, stop putting that that Vaseline so close to the computer, Eric. No, I've been having issues. Up. I've been getting, like earlier when I said stuff, it's been having delays. I don't know what's going on. It seems too focused fucking, now. Too many people streaming in this house. When, when we end the session, when I end the recording, stay on though, because I want to talk to you guys about something. Um, so, uh, you guys are, are on the on the stone steps. What would you like to do? Check out the room that we yeah, are. Yeah, I want to go back to that other okay. room. Okay. We're all united. So you guys managed to make your way back up the stone steps, down the hallway. It's completely saturated with water at this point. Uh, you make your way into this room. And as I was describing it to El Fuego, it's 20 feet by 20 feet. Against the southern wall, you see that there is a set of stone steps 10 feet wide they go up about 10 feet to a door that's closed you can still hear water coming down although it's it's not a torrential amount of water it's you know, just every once in a while dribbling down it's almost as though somebody had a, a bad faucet that the washer was bad and just didn't completely turn off life experiences huh is that because <laughs> you're hispanic <laughs> hey, it's my month. I just <laughs> learned this. Right. <laughs> Sorry about that. Do you guys well, want to open this other door? Or? I know I'm pretty beat up. I think most of us are. At least a short rest, I think, is in order. Okay. Yeah, we can do that. Okay, so you guys want to take a short rest? Yeah. In, in this particular room, right? Yeah. Where you guys want to take your short rest at? I should ask you. I think this room. Uh, middle of this room. The door behind us, and then rest here. Yeah, the that's a good door. point. Let's close the door behind us. Okay. As you do your best to close this warped, and malformed door, it doesn't close completely. You'd have to really tug on it to get it to seal properly. I think that's good enough. You just want to set it I, in place or you want to try to seal it all the way? I think just set it in place. I'd rather just slow down and anyone, particularly the slug, if he's coming through that way. Uh, that way we can react. Okay. So as you guys take your short rest, you guys want to set a watch or no? You just want to just take a breather, right? Yeah, just take a yeah. I say take a breather. Okay. As you guys take your breather, a lot of things... You, know, you get a moment to actually think about the stuff that that's gone on since you you've come to this this shrine this temple you know but what originally brought you here was fame fortune and glory riches um, but it seems like it's been a nightmare and you knew it probably would be but you probably didn't think it'd be something like this I mean originally being chased through the jungle by cannibals and and the jungle itself was quite an adversary and then you you've dealt with these stone automatons that have that had came to life you've seen large conch shells you fought some undead vampiric entity dealt with a large green slug at this point as you guys are, are thinking about all this stuff what do you think else might lie for you in the future while you explore this this facility 
death. Yeah, death or glory, pretty much. <laughs> now, death may lie ahead of us. You've heard from both Tekuzid uh, Takato, as well as the uh, that shell slug or the shell creature, that you guys haven't been the only ones in this place, and that it seems fairly recently. I mean, even El Fuego could tell you that he was part of of a band of people that originally came in here. He's one of the survivors of that group. Yeah, I can tell you guys. <laughs> I think we might come across like either the bodies or some sort of zombies. Group. Yeah. Say zombies. Yeah. Yeah, like undead of like your your former group. That or just like just people that have been stuck in here because. Yeah, some kind of just tormented cave dwellers now. Like mole people? Mole people? Old people? Tro what are Not they called? Not old. Mole people. I mean, your, your guys' guess are it's just as good as any other guess. And I'm really curious to see how you guys continue to go through this. I mean, it's... I honestly thought I was going to lose at least one of you back at that moat. Maybe I thought I was done because uh -huh. of the heavy armor. That was, that was a close call for Brom. Yeah, it was. I mean, honestly, when, when you guys slipped into the moat and we started going through it, I was like, I don't think he's going to make it, you know? And the con DC goes up by two every time. Every time you pass, it goes up by two. And you kept getting above it, above it. I'm like, you might actually survive this and yeah luckily my, my, my strength rolls were shit but my tag skills are strength and con so then my second roll was always good that's the only thing that kept me alive well as the time goes by and you guys complete your short rest you guys feel reinvigorated go ahead and roll your your hit points for how many uh hit dice you guys want to spend El Fuego, what'd you get? Uh, hold on. I got to do it right now. Skip me up. Bro, what did you get? be an easier way to do it. I'll tell All you right. what. You guys let me know when you've done it. All right. So I rolled two of my five hit die, and I got 16 points of HP back. Okay. Adric? Uh, I rolled... Four, and I got. How much did I get back? I have to also add the con bonus. I got oh, thirty-three yeah. hit points back. How many? Thirty-three hit points back. Wow, that's incredible. Curtain. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I just used Five. one, and I got six back. Okay, six pack. Good deal. Mm. Yep. They're on sale. El Fuego. And I gotta look at what's the con for it as well. I rolled the dice and I got 24. I rolled two, two threes and two eights. So I used four. Very good. So from, from this room, you know that the water appears to, to originate from beyond the door to the south up, the, up at the top of the stairs. Well, you guys ready? Yes. Yeah, these doors, let's go. Soldier on. Soldier on. Soldier on. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, we're going to find out what's behind door number one. Next session, then. Door number one. Yeah. <laughs> tell them, Bob, what did they win? <laughs> Another short rest. <laughs> Thank you for joining us once again on Roll the Hard 20 Podcast. 
Remember, you can find us and subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. And if you like what you're hearing, please leave us that five-star review. You can also contact the show directly at RollTheHard20Podcast at gmail.com or head on over to the website at RollTheHard20Podcast.com. And be sure to check out the galleries. we got a lot of really interesting stuff posted there. And finally, join us on our Patreon page at Patreon.com slash RollTheHard20Podcast. There are ways for you to help out the show and pick up swag. So until next session, keep your dice warm and your glass full as you roll those hard 20s.